0: Welcome to the Church Doctors podcast with Scott and Marla Sheely. The Church Doctors podcast is brought to you by Outpouring International. Love God, love people.
1: Hello everybody. This is Scott
0: and this is Marla.
1: And we are the Church Doctors and yes, we're we so are. glad that you're listening with us today.
0: You know, we had someone write in and ask a question. And so today we're going to actually discuss that and see where it goes. How fun. Yeah. So the question came in, how do we live a fruitful, fearless life when the events and the news and people make it feel like the end times and nothing else matters?
1: Yeah. So um,
0: that's a great question.
1: So the the source of the... The question. I guess we got to read the question backwards. So we're living life, and we're surrounded by uh, lots of voices. Yes. I mean, there's there's input from every everywhere you turn.
0: Now that we have so much social media, yeah. you can get anything you want at the. You just touch the phone, and you can have it all. And,
1: <laughs> and be, you know, and because that's been around for so long now. Um, it seems to be, uh, you know, here we are talking about <laughs> voices on online, and here we are talking to you online. But right. <laughs> it just seems to be uh, an access for anybody that has an opinion can can say what how they see the world, and 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 that voice is being put out there, whether it's a godly voice or not.
0: Right, and it's important that we monitor and we we pay attention to the voices that we are listening to it it might be that we need to cut out some of those voices that we know aren't right
1: yeah and then i mean also there's uh you know christian platforms uh conservative news outlets and mm-hmm. things that you would assume have our best interest at heart right. and that they know the word of god and uh but not all of those are the best ones to listen to either. Right. And right. so what I guess what we do is we listen to a Holy Spirit inside of our heart. Okay, what do I want to have uh input? What what kind of input do I want to be listening to? Right. Right. It's like eating. Yes. It's, uh you know the word of God is bread. Jesus said, "I'm the bread from heaven." He's the he's life. And so when we read the Word of God, when we what we listen to and what we look at with our eyes and you know, what we think about, this is this is an analogy of, of us eating. And so uh what what we want are are we wanna eat what's good for us.
0: You know, it makes me think of how I've read that um, what you eat in the morning for breakfast affects how you operate all day long, what you eat the rest of the day, uh. what you do the rest of the day. And so if you first thing, when you break that fast and you eat good, then the rest of the day, you're more prone to eat good foods for you and, and that sort of thing. So I think that's a lot uh, how it is spiritually. Yeah. You know, if we start the day off, right, by eating good, food the word of god and and praying and spending time in the word and and listening to him it really sets the whole day off
1: that's right and then when when you start your day that way then maybe you do come across something that's bad news mm-hmm. maybe you come across to, even if it's true you know <laughs> there's there's, there's a something bad there. happening yeah. all over the yeah. place but what do you do when you when you hear bad news do, and and you sense that it Makes you feel uh, at risk. It makes you feel like you could be next. Or, you know, what can I do to defend my family and myself against that? It's so big. It's so ominous looking. How do you respond to that?
0: Yeah, it's kind of like driving by an accident on the road, and the ambulance is there, the fire department's there. You can tell it's a bad crash, and there'll be those that'll say, "Oh, I hope they didn't die. I hope they're okay." And you know, blah blah. Yeah. Or you can just pray for them. So there it's a choice. Go. There we
1: go. So every time, uh, every time input comes into our thoughts and 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 into our brain, we have a choice to respond to that with fear or with faith. Mm, yeah. And so we've trained ourselves and helped remind each other when we first started doing this to speak life. Yes. And that I mean, not only saying, you know. Lord, thank you for helping those people uh, receive the best care possible. Thank you for healing their wounds, taking away pain. Lord, thank you for um, helping them to get set back up with another car yeah. or whatever, however thank you, you want to pray. first
0: responders have wisdom to know what to do in that yeah, situation. And then, and, and then you're Or going, just stop and pray for them. <laughs> right? I mean, if, if... Yeah.
1: Or... And then for yourself, you're still going down the road. Thank you, Lord, for... That you give your angels charge over us, that... Mm. That the blood of Jesus covers us; that we're we have a hedge of protection around us. I'm just quoting the Word of God over my car and my family. You know, uh, it just reminds me. I just saw a wreck. It reminds me to to agree with the yeah. promises of God that mm-hmm. that He takes care of us.
0: That's right. That's right. But sometimes you know not everybody is single uh, not everybody's married so they don't have someone to bounce that off someone else but they could find an accountability partner that they could say hey if you ever hear me speaking fear or death over my life would you you know give me a signal or correct me so that I, I mean, can change my words yeah
1: even if you are single it's probably going to come out on your your instagram or your tiktok or whatever <laughs> you know you're going to post something that that agrees with what you What's what in you your believe. heart, yeah. you know, out of your heart, your mouth That's speaks, right. and so, but uh, yeah, so um the world is crazy, but it's uh, you know people think that right now it's the worst it's ever been, and uh you know, part of that question mentioned end times, yeah, uh obviously because the there's a volcano going off, and there's wars and uh famine of in places, wars, yeah. Uh, then this is it. This is the end, and there's a there's a fear that grips our heart about about that. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, my question is: is what is it about that news that changes anything about what we were thinking about God a few minutes before that? Well, true. did did God change? No. Is, is is his ability to help us change?
0: I'm still his favorite. The only
1: thing that happened is we got input that scares us. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, uh, you know, there's there's teachings uh, out of the Bible where men of uh, that didn't understand really the heart of God had tried to explain what's going to happen in the end times, and it's full of fear. Uh, the especially like in in the book of Revelation, it says all of those who read this book are blessed. That's the way the book starts out. So. I, I can't understand how uh, people teach kind of a death gospel that you know everything's gonna crash and burn at the end and we're just gonna have a hard time and the devil's gonna do whatever he wants to to the people of God. It doesn't match up uh, the rest of the word of God, right. how he watch he can't change his promises. God himself can never change. Yeah, it's not like, okay, I'm just gonna take my hand away for a minute and let all the Christians suffer. Uh, without my help. I mean, we go through suffering, but still, even if we're suffering, God said, I'm with you, and I'll go through that with you. Uh, we're overcomers. We win. When when there's a battle to be fought, it doesn't—the promises of God don't say, uh, I'm going to keep all the wars from happening so that you don't have to go through a battle. <laughs> His promise is, is that I'm going to give you the strength to fight in the midst of this battle, and you and I together are going to be uh, victorious. And so, I just—that's uh, how I look at the the gospel and and end times. I look at it in the light of uh, God's love for me is unstoppable. His His power to deliver me will never end. He He's He's my promise. He's my He's my rock. That I the the, found, the very foundation of what I believe is that love and that goodness. Yeah,
0: and when you read Psalms ninety one it helps uh, enforce that. Let me just read just the first verse and I'm going to read the little notes that go with it. It says, when you abide under the shadow of Shaddai and the word Shaddai is taken from the Hebrew root word with many expressive meanings. It can mean God of the mountain, God, the destroyer of enemies, God, the self-sufficient one, God, the nurturer of babies or God, the almighty. When you Abide into the shadow of that shadow, you are hidden in the strength of God most high, and that word uh, hidden means to endure through the night, and it's the same Hebrew r- word used for an eagle passing the night on a high cliff Wow so there's a there's a safety there's a there's a a place of peace and a place of Rest in a place of protection when you're under the shadow of the Almighty, yeah,
1: and it actually says those who abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So abide means to live. You, you, your life comes out of that uh, relationship, living in Christ, and Christ is in you. You're the 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 actual picture of that is we're wrapped up in Christ, and so when we you know and and that's the whole godhead father god holy spirit uh, they're not you can't separate them and uh so we have god all on our side all around us the glory of god is our god is our rear guard he goes before us and and uh prepares the trail for us and he lights up that trail so we can see where to go i mean he's he's in our future he's he's helping us deal with our past he's he's here with us right now in the now and uh, that's our life that's that's got to be the focus of our thoughts and our attention has to be on the goodness of god and and when we know that god's good then we need to look for his goodness instead yeah. of looking for a train wreck all the time
0: yeah and you know the the word abide is i believe a verb so that means it's something yes, that it, we yes yes
1: that's what I, my point was is that Living in God, being alive it's in Him, choice. we have to do something. Yeah, we don't just quote Psalm ninety-one or right. take a a picture of it and fold it up and put it in our front pocket so we're taken care of. This is not what He's talking about. Yeah. It's not Psalms ninety-one that is your is your high place. Psalms ninety-one is not El Shaddai. God right. is God, God is. Himself. Yeah, and so we hold Him, we hold Him close. I mean. I'm not saying that I don't see things that don't make me go oh dear that's bad. Yeah. But but then my next thought is but you're so good god. Yeah. Uh show me what to do uh show me how to help those people show me how to pray. And then you become part of the answer instead of uh walking in fear and holding the uh, dread and the the foreboding. See these are spirits dread foreboding these These are lying spirits that try to tell you, "Oh, you can't get out of this one." The world's gotten so twisted and so powerful that you are just gonna, it's gonna punish you bad. And as soon as you say uh, yes to that, you invite that foreboding spirit to come and bring his little sleeping bag and his tent, and they make a they make a home in your thoughts.
0: You know, when you said those spirits, the foreboding spirit and um, such, I, I immediately saw a picture of walking zombies. Yeah. And there are so many people that are afraid of, you know, you see the movies, they're afraid of the zombies, or you cannot be afraid of the zombies. Or don't know? be one. Or don't be one, right?
1: Don't walk around the living dead where you you have a life, you have your body still alive, you still are going to work and and feeding your body, but you're so emotionally dead because of uh, feasting on on lies, feasting on even if it's true, keeping your the meditation of your mind is on uh, bad news. Mm, but the yeah. Bi- what does the Bible say we're supposed to meditate on? We're supposed to meditate on His Word day and night. Yeah. That that word meditate is not sitting in a corner with your legs crossed, humming. Uh, that word meditate actually can be translated. Growl like a lion, like yeah. like roar like a lion. It's uh, it, there's another place in Isaiah where meditate and the growl of the lion. It's the same exact word. Yeah. So we have to say something. We have to. The meditation is agreeing with the goodness of God. Yeah. Agreeing with the promises of God.
0: Yeah. You know, recently we were invited to someone's home uh, to help pray over someone because they were. Uh, they felt like they had demons in their home and they were hearing voices and that sort of thing. And so um, we went over and the daughter was there and, and in talking to her, there were multiple manifestations of the demonic taking place. And we just sat there and were very calm. And, and, and at one point we just told the girl, Hey, you know, we're not afraid. We're not afraid to be here. And, I think that ministered to her almost as yeah, much as could, what we did afterwards. You could to see help the her.
1: peace of God come on her face, yeah, like, because oh, these people don't they're, they're not, not afraid. gonna yeah,
0: we're not afraid.
1: I mean we're not saying we knew exactly what to do or that we you know we we left, and the lady was helped a little, but not a lot not, not there were right, a lot of layers not there, yet, yeah, and not delivered yet, and so, but in the process of that, I think we gave her the daughter hope,
0: yeah. Yeah. That,
1: you know, God's still God. I yeah. Mean, he can, he can help you take care of your mom and that you can have peace in your heart even though she doesn't have hers yet.
0: Right. But yeah. there's, there's power in, in being. With Jesus walking yeah. side by side with Him, there's peace, yeah. there's comfort, there's joy, there's all these things in the kingdom of God. And if you stay in that kingdom and don't allow yourself to become kingdoms of this earth or of this world, then you stay in a right perspective. That's and right. it's it, it doesn't mean that you can't, you know, prepare for uh emergencies or whatever it is that you might have, you might think might you might need something for but it does mean that you can be at peace and you can sleep at night and you can rest assured that God will take care of
1: you that's right and so the 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 key to all of this i think is our love relationship with god you have to you have to know he loves you and then you have to love him back you have to like we said before this this all has is a verb it's a it's an action um, we're in a battle, the Bible says, and that we've been made uh, soldiers in the army of God. You don't hear that much teaching on that anymore because people people discount things that stretch our brain. Like, why do we have to fight if Jesus died on the cross and paid for it all? Because he left us here, and the world is still not... Uh, it's not changed. We've been changed, mm-hmm. but the world's not changed, and so... We have to fight the battle, and and the battle is in our mind. The battle is in what we agree to. The battle is what comes out of our mouth in the actual words that we say. So, you know, pro, um, I, uh, in Proverbs or or Psalms, I think it's Proverbs. It says, "A man eats the fruit of his lips." In other words, what you say is what you what you're going to have grow in front of you. Your words produce a garden. In front of you, or your words produce a desert where nothing grows, or weeds grow even worse. And so, uh, when when fear comes, when when the future looks, there's a bad forecast of the future. I mean, there's even guys that call them prof- call themselves prophets on these sites out there. Everybody's a prophet now because everybody has a a worldwide access to everybody to listen to them. That doesn't mean that they're prophets. Pro- prophets of God are are still uh, responsible for equipping the saints to do the work of the ministry. After you get done listening to one of these prophets, do you feel like you're empowered to go and, and love the world and give away Jesus? Or did they just make you afraid? If, if they're spreading fear, then they're either not a prophet or they're a bad one.
0: <laughs> you know, someone, I mean, come on. Yeah, someone sent this to me, well, to a group chat. And it was a uh, something from, uh, his name is Alex Cravens. And he says, uh, don't feel sorry for or fear for your kids and grandkids because the world they are going to grow up in is not what it used to be. God created them and called them for an exact moment in time that they're in. Their life wasn't a coincidence or an accident. Raise them up to know the power they walk in as children of God. Train them up in the authority of his word. Teach them to walk in faith, knowing that God is in control. Empower them to know that he can change the world. Don't teach them to be fearful and disheartened by the state of the world, but hopeful that they can do something about it. Every person in all of history has been placed in the time that they were in because of God's sovereign plan. He knew Daniel could handle the lion's den. He knew David could handle Goliath. He knew Esther could handle Haman. He knew Peter could handle persecution. He knows what your child can handle, whatever challenge they face in their life. He created them specifically for it. Don't be scared for your children, but be honored that God chose you to parent the generation that is facing the biggest challenges of our lifetime. Rise up to the challenge. Raise Daniel's, David's, Esther's, and Peter's. God isn't scratching his head wondering what he's going to do with this mess of a world. He has an army he's raising up to drive back the darkness and make him known all over the earth. Don't let your fear steal the greatness God placed in them. I know it's hard to imagine them as anything besides our sweet little babies, and we just want to protect them from anything that could ever be hard on them. But they were born for such a time as this. That's exactly and right. And so have each of us.
1: That's exactly right. And so uh What I hear in the middle of that is thinking generationally, yeah, again, you might not have kids, maybe your kids have already been raised and 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 they're who they are, and you're you don't get you don't get to raise them again and put all this stuff in in them when they're little, but all of us have influence around us and in front of us mm. going forward yes, uh all of us are called to a place of maturity where we are multiplying ourselves, producing spiritual sons and daughters so that that includes all of us what Marla just read, and it was so good that uh thinking generationally okay so uh, when when fear is stirred up big in the world and it looks like everything's fallen apart and and people are saying, "Well, this has gotta be the end times, and Jesus is coming back, that's not good news. What they're saying is is that. We're all going to crash and burn and be burnt to a little crisp, and then Jesus is going to come with a dustpan and a broom and sweep us all up into the dustpan and the broom and go to heaven. <laughs> does that sound like the gospel to There's, you? No. <laughs> you know you know who Jesus is coming back for? He's coming. He's coming back for a bride, and what does that bride look like? Oh, she's perfect. She's glorious. She's beautiful. It's a glorious bride, the Bible says. She is clothed in a wedding dress with embroidered gold in it psalms 45 says so so uh when when you hear death forecasting by christians what what spirit is that coming from where did god ever prophesy death to his believers or uh you know here here comes and it's you can't be rescued from this we're all going to go through you know god's the rescuer how what there's no nothing's impossible with god
0: Besides, so, if you were to die right now and you're a Christian, you'd just right. be right in the presence really, of the Lord. Really,
1: Marla, that's the basis of all fear, is the fear of death. Right. Right? So we're not supposed to be afraid of death in the first place. Jesus died on the cross and took upon himself the, the price that we should have paid. He took away from us, uh, us being dead forever. And, and then when he rose again from the dead, the Bible says we rose with him. And then when he ascended into heaven, it says we ascended with him and that we are seated, seated on the right hand of God uh, with Jesus mm-hmm. in heavenly places. So how is it that we remove ourselves from all of those rose-from-the-dead uh, risen with Jesus, ascended to heaven with Jesus, at the right and end. then we bring it all back into earthly terms and say we're doomed because of what's going on in the earth. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. We left to our me. kingdom. We left we our throne. A, that we were. We have on. a prevalent gospel yes. of death, and I'm saying it's supposed to be good news, but it's not good news. It's foreboding. Mm-hmm. It's got fear in it. It's got uh, we're weak, we're powerless, and God can't do anything to stop it. Mm-hmm. I don't see that in, in the whole rest of the, the... People get that out of the book of Revelation. But the book of Revelation has to be interpreted by the rest of the Bible. Yeah. I don't see it's that about anywhere else the in the Bible.
0: Yeah. You know so what?
1: Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't
0: be afraid. Have, How many times is that in the Bible? Have, don't
1: be afraid. Have a confident expectation. That your God is great. That no matter what happens, he's going to either deliver you so that it, nothing happens to you, or if it if it is going to happen to you, he walks with you through it, yeah. gives you strength, yeah. heals you after you're done, and then you come out the other side stronger a more powerful soldier in the Army of the Lord, and you have something to deliver other people that are going through the same thing. yeah, this is the this is thinking generationally like i have I have something that I'm supposed to leave here in the earth, that the people around me are gonna see how I live, listen to the confession of my mouth. What am I saying on just everyday basis? and am I giving them life or death? If I'm giving their life, they're they're gonna they're gonna be better that they were around me. Mm-hmm. Then they get to start off from like uh, we were talking the other day. Our children should start off from where we leave where right. we left off. Right, they should learn from their parents and then go. I can go farther than that because. Yeah. Our kids didn't have to learn all the things that we learned by trial and error. We just told them, hey, don't do this, don't do that, because I've tried it, and it hurt. Don't do that, right? So kids should be more powerful than their parents, and the next generation should learn from the last generation. Well, let me ask you a question. If we have a foreboding spirit being prophesied through the church that everything's going to crash and burn, what does the next generation have? They have nothing right and we done. we did this in the 70s and mm-hmm. now people are trying to do it again they they prophesied to everybody in the 60s and 70s that Jesus is coming back for sure and people stopped going to college they stopped saving money they stopped repairing their home they, they I mean they just quit every because what does it matter
0: I'm gonna fly away oh and glory here we are, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, right on, on this podcast we're in the year 2023. And here we are still alive, glorifying God, seeing people come to Jesus and being, you know, even Marla and I go travel in the nations, we're still seeing people healed in their bodies, we're still seeing de- demons cast out, you know, we're, we're still seeing pastors encouraged mm-hmm. and, and in the middle of, of the mess. I mean, we go to places that the government is, over. you know, people are revolting and trying to overflow the gov- overthrow the government. Government and we're right there with them. We're standing there in the the city square watching yep. the military yep. set up their barricades mm-hmm. and stuff, and we're not afraid. No, I mean the last time we were in Mexico City, we saw that. Yeah, and right next to the square are uh, six or eight witch doctors with all of their feathers and paint on their faces, their potions and uh, with all and their curses and yeah. stuff shaking smoke over people and touching them with feathers and and the people thought that they were getting set free from generational curses. Mm. And you know, and here we are. I was just laughing. I thought it was over. I was laughing in the spirit over them in a uh just because God laughs over the plans, plans of the, the enemy. Yeah. So I was partnering with God. Mm-hmm. So don't circumstances uh, are going to come and go, but God stays the same forever. So don't let circumstances Keep you on a roller coaster ride.
0: You know, you mentioned the '70s and the '80s, and <clears throat> back in the '70s and '80s, we used to always say, "I read the back of the book and we win." And you know what we do? So get on the winning side. Get in. Get on the side of uh, and stay in the kingdom of God. Listen to the the voice of God. Don't listen to the lies of the enemy. Fill your heart with faith and not fear and your mind with faith and not fear, That's right. and walk in that, and people will be flocking to you to find out, how do you have so much peace? How do you have so much joy in the midst of all the things happening around
1: you? In Isaiah, Isaiah was prophesying about the coming of Jesus, and he said, The government, uh, of the increase of his government, there shall be no end. The government shall be upon his shoulders— and the increase of that government will never stop. So how is it that we've taken and said, oh, you know, that part of the Bible doesn't fit what's going on today, so we just ignore that part. Well, I, I, liked, I like the part where it says his government's never going to end, and it's going to increase and increase. The Bible also says that the gates of hell will not mm-hmm, prevail, prevail against, against the church. Mm-hmm. So uh, it sounds to me like the gates of hell are being pushed back and because we believe in the goodness of God, we're going forward. But but the doomsday Christianity, the the death Christianity, says that we're we're not going to go forward all the way. Uh, when when uh, when the great tribulation and the the the, the mystified made up Antichrist is going to come, then uh, it's all going to stop, and all of those promises of God aren't true.
0: Right. So how do we do that in the natural? One way you can do it is to find scriptures that um, reinforce your faith and give you faith for the future and the faith for now. Put it up around your home, in your car. Listen to the right kind of music that will encourage your faith and build you up and bring peace and hope in your heart. And And then just begin to speak those things out. Say them out loud. Say Yeah, yeah. say it out loud. There's nothing wrong with speaking the word of God.
1: I, we were sitting on the couch yesterday praying about our ministry, and we se- I found something in Psalms 45 that I, we wanted to pray over our ministry. Yeah. We both said it out loud, mm-hmm. and then Marla opens up her email and finds the answer to what we just quoted. Mm-hmm. I mean, within seconds. Seconds. We both we just, laughed. Yeah, yeah. Come on, give glory to God. Right. Give Him an opportunity to be in the middle of your crisis and start g- agreeing with His promises.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope this helped everybody today. It helps me, too, to remind me to be filled with faith and not fear.
1: That's right, and thank you for uh, sending that question in. Yes. If and- you have a question mm-hmm. you'd like to send in that we can uh, address on the show, we'd love to hear it.
0: Yes, and thank you for joining us yep. today.
1: God bless you all.
0: Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the Church Doctors Podcast. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at outpouringintl.com.